Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. And then we both look at each other and we're like, what the, <laughs> what the F did we just do? Uh, <laughs> Michelle! Hey, girl. Oh, my gosh. Do I sound like a smoker? Yeah. I was camping. Okay, I'll say that. That tracks. There, <laughs> there are fires happening in Western, where are the fires? California? In, in California and, and in BC. BC too. Yeah. And the smoke is in Alberta. And we went camping and it was very smoky. And now I'm all stuffed up and I had to take my like emergency asthma inhaler a whole bunch. Yikes. But we went camping and no dogs got attacked. Nobody broke an arm. If you guys listen to what episode is that? Jana's episode? No, we talked about, I don't know whose episode it was. Somebody's episode, our very first episode, we had just got back from camping or I told the story how we just got back from camping and one of my dogs broke his legs and then all the other dogs attacked him. Yeah. As one does. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so that didn't happen. That's good. And it was so fun. We went with our friends, Trina and Simon. That's awesome. And it didn't snow. It didn't rain. It was, other than the smoke, it was like the perfect temperature. Yeah. And I missed you. And you had no cell phone range. And I was like, I'm just going to let her be. I'm just going to let her camp (laughs) and do her thing. And then last night I sent you a GIF because I knew you were coming back today. Telling you how much I miss you. And then I sent you like a TikTok or something because that's what we do. Oh my um, god! And you didn't see them. And then I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> she hasn't posted any pictures. I haven't seen her like seeing any of my messages." So I like fifty percent thought that maybe you had died. I did think to myself that we would have service because we weren't that far away. Yeah, but we were up in Wypress, which is um, close to where we live, and yeah, there's no service. Yeah. But it's gorgeous. But then I realized I didn't also tell very many people that I was going <laughs> camping. So, like, if one of my parents, for example, yeah. was trying to get hold of me, it is very unlike me to not yeah. message people, like, to not get messages right away. Yeah. Um, And it probably would have started a bit of a panic. Probably, but, yeah. Yeah. But you survived. I survived, survived which is thrived. even more important. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I had a... I had a not great weekend, I gotta I say. I, I know, you were getting sick, but you're okay now. Yeah, I was having extreme ear pain. Really bad ear pain in my left ear. Thought that maybe I had an ear infection. Is ear it your pain body just sucks. Is it your body missing me? Probably. <laughs> but you're okay now. Ear uh, pain does suck. Yeah, ear pain sucks. Like, I remember having a really bad ear infection a few years ago. And I was, like, driving to urgent care and, like, crying. Because it hurts so mm. bad. And ear pain... Have you had ear drops? I tried some yesterday for the first time. I hate They're ear awful. Drops. They like made my ear feel itchy. Yeah. And but I couldn't rub it because it hurt so bad. Yeah. Um but you feel better today. I wonder what it was. I don't know. 
I got to figure out what to do about work. I have to message my boss after this because our policy on COVID is that if you like have any symptoms, you shouldn't come in. Like you should work remotely. Yeah. But so like, I don't think I have COVID, but I'm really sniffly. I'm mm-hmm. really stuffed up. I've got a really bad cough. I'm a hundred percent sure it's from the smoke, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. But I technically you're not supposed to. I know. So I got to message her and work from home maybe. Yeah. But I'm still new, so I don't want to like. I know. Oh, I was camping all weekend, and <laughs> now I'm sick. <laughs> I've got that Monday flu, you oh know. Oh my god, Friday itis! I hate that. <laughs> so hopefully, I start feeling better in the next few hours, and yeah, it's a non-issue. Yeah, I mean, if you were at school, they would definitely send you home. Yeah, make you get a COVID test before you came back. Yeah, that happened to Devin's kid Huxley. Yeah, yeah, crazy. It is crazy. I'm just waiting. I'm like, I just keep sending my kids, you know, keep sending them until something happens. But I know eventually one of them's going to get sick and then the next one's going to get sick. And then it's just going to be. What was like, what was our, okay. So like our parents, when they were in school, they had to learn about bomb threats, like nuclear bomb threats. They yeah. had to learn to like hide under their desks. Yeah. And then your kids, like these kids generation are like, active shooters yeah. and a pandemic. Yeah. What was our thing? I don't know. I don't if you were born in the Well, 80s, you know what? I lived in Ontario and we used to do um tornado drills. So we would um we had and we actually had a few tornadoes oh that we had God. to like like the power would go out and the yeah. like emergency lights would go on and we all had to sit in the hallway because that was like there were no windows yeah so everyone just lined the hallways and you just sat there um but we would do drills i remember once being in the bathroom and the power went out and it was the scare i was probably like i don't know seven it was so scary to be like in the bathroom and pitch black yeah and then not knowing like what to do or where to go but i don't after moving to alberta i don't remember us i mean fire drills but everyone does that that's yeah like i can't think and you would think that maybe we would do active shooter because you know columbine and that happened when yeah i think we were in junior high when Columbine happened i just don't interesting yeah I... i don't I don't know. If you were born in the 80s, I guess all the way to like the mid 90s, tell me what your school thing was. Yeah, I think that if like you if you were in California, then you're doing like earthquake drills. But like those are just like standard geographically based. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Whether you're in school or not, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. That's I got free for all back then. <laughs> <laughs> um I just remember a lot of meetings and a lot of like school um assemblies about like um predators yeah uh, yeah know, stranger stranger danger. danger make sure you have like a a secret word with your family oh yeah that it was more it was more that kind of stuff like it was kind of the my school just played an episode of degrassi junior high <laughs> here kids here's what you're learning about i today. honestly i remember watching so many of those like uh educational yeah uh, TV shows would they about wheel like in the TV with the VCR, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you knew it was going to be a good day. <laughs> but it would be like, it you know the the like either about stranger danger or drugs yeah. or smoking or all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's funny. Um, funny I, thing. Oh, what I was going to say. A funny thing happened at work. On tell me. Uh, 
I'm not going to say where I work, but uh, a gentleman came in needing to, uh, I guess he had, he had collected money from concerned citizens um, in order to retain a lawyer to fight the mask bylaw. And he came all the way out to my town because we don't have a mask bylaw yet. So he was from Calgary. Yeah. And so he came out to us because he didn't have to wear a mask and was just kind of going on and on about how it's against the law and that it's against their human rights and that, you know, oxygen levels and anxiety and all these issues that you can have if you have to wear a mask. And it's like... I was I was helping another guy who was wearing a mask and we're both like the whole time just like eyes rolling in the back of our heads oh like my listening God. to God. <laughs> and just I just think like ridiculous. I just relate it back to like when seatbelts became legal. Uh-huh. Or like mandatory, like the law. Was yeah. there a group of people going around maybe. like saying like you, it's our right to not my wear body, seat my choice. Like I don't maybe, know. Like, honestly, maybe. I mean, for me, it's just silly. Like they're, they're making the mask thing. They're making it political. They're making it more than it is. They're making it that we're sheep before wearing masks. Like, I don't see it that way. Are you a sheep for paying your property taxes? Are you a sheep for wearing a seatbelt? Yeah. Are you a sheep for not going to a store nude? Yeah. Like, I know. I know. I don't know why this is like one step closer to being controlled by the government, even though like we're controlled by the government all the time. But to me, it's just like if my kids can wear a mask at school, yeah, all day and not complain and, they're and fine, be fine, right? like they're fine. That's what I find interesting. Like kids, you'd think like, oh, you're changing things up. How are they going to react? And like kids they're are fine. Really kids adaptable. Are just, honestly. Yeah, kids are like, oh, is this what we're doing now? Yeah, cool. Yeah. But did you see the video of that woman in fabric? Yes, land? I did. Y'all, I don't was, know. I had to drop a y'all. It went viral. It went. It like, went viral. That's in Calgary, where we live. Yeah. And that was embarrassing. For those who didn't watch it, I don't know, Google Fabricland Karen. Mask Lady. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like getting in this woman's face and like she was talking so condescending, saying, like, oh, like you're just a sheep. You're safe because yeah. you wear a mask. And like, yeah. and then she my favorite part was when she demanded that when COVID is proven to yes, be a hoax, a hoax yeah. she's coming back to that fabric land. Yeah. And every single one of those people will owe her. An apology. An apology. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, like, what happened to you to make you so angry? Uh, I mean, I ran into another person who I mistakenly uh, said something about COVID too. Oh, no. And they said, you know, oh, well, it's all going to come out. It's all going to come out that it's a hoax. No. Nobody knows anyone that's actually died from it. Um, they've died from other things. Um, anytime a doctor comes out and says anything on YouTube about it being a hoax, the video's taken down and, you know, it's all going to come out that this is a hoax oh later. Oh my God. And it's like, okay. I'm like, maybe get off YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but both of those people, the one that was retaining a lawyer and the one that was telling me it was a hoax were older, maybe retired. Maybe have a little too much time in their hands to be, yeah. you know, looking up all this stuff. But yeah. I, I don't know. hope, I hope in next month, next week, three months, next year, it comes out that we completely overreacted. Yeah. And it's not as bad as we thought. Right. That would be great because then we'd be like, well, 
Yeah. But like, look at our neighbors down south. Yeah. Who are thinking, oh, everybody's overreacting. We don't want to wear masks. And like, you know, um, the leader of their fine country is not maybe handling it the best way. (laughs) Um, I mean, Trump, if you're listening. (laughs) We have a few things we want to say. Uh, No, I just think that like, maybe that's maybe, yeah, maybe that will happen. Maybe they'll come out saying like, we were wrong. The numbers aren't, aren't as bad as we thought they were. Blah, blah, blah. Great. But yeah. if we have to wear a piece of fabric over our face for 20 minutes in a store yeah. to protect someone else, yeah. just freaking do it. Yeah, to, just and do it's, it. it's like you, maybe that's your only time going into a store that day, but the person that's working there yeah. has come across hundreds of people while they're checking out your groceries, touching your things, like yeah. protect them yeah. because they don't have a choice. Yeah. They have to work. They have to be there. They're essential. Protect them from you. Yeah. And like protect those that like for medical reasons can't wear a mask. Maybe they can't put one on by themselves or whatever. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I digress. When are we going (laughs) to, it's going to be fun to like maybe a year from now where we don't have to talk about coronavirus and everything associated with it. That'll be really interesting to see what like truly listen back and be like oh god i know (laughs) that's all we talked about (laughs) or in like five years we'll listen to this episode and be like that was insane and i mean honestly right now i think everybody's life in one way or another revolves around the effects of yeah this virus you know whether you have to work through it whether you have to send your kids back to school whether you know yeah anything it's like i mean for me, I'm just kind of waiting for the day where my kid gets sent home or I can't send my kids and then we have to go get tested and quarantine and, you know, all this stuff. And you've got because, five of them. Yeah. And like we were saying earlier, like if you get a cold, mm-hmm. if your oldest gets a cold, you know, then all the four others are also mm-hmm. going to get the cold. Yeah. And you're going to get the cold. Yeah. And so technically, like you shouldn't then go to work. Right. Because you've been exposed to somebody who has symptoms. Yeah. So it's, it's like I'm, you know, we're all staying home until the last person is done yeah. being sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Send wine and chocolate. Yeah. I don't even drink wine, just send chocolate. Oh, generally, <laughs> I don't know what just made me think about this. We, um camping, we tried this thing and I can't remember what it's called. It's like a banana. You take a banana, you cut a slit into it mm-hmm. you stuff it with chocolate and marshmallows mm-hmm. wrap in the it in tin foil. wrap it in tin what's that called yeah. i don't know camping banana <laughs> banana <laughs> i don't know. know it's just like a banana and foil or something i've seen that it's where like people put like other ingredients and stuff in it too and you like, yeah. heat it up was it good you know it, it was okay i mean i i wouldn't have it I again would, like i'm not a big fan of banana right so it's just like like, I love chocolate-covered bananas. Yeah. I don't know. It took a long time. It was hot and gooey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that... <laughs> Ew, hot and gooey. Gross. <laughs> but, like, immediately after, I was like, mm, maybe I'll make a s'more. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. It was it okay, though. I mean, the banana's never really done much for you, so... <laughs> oh. Uh, our guest today... I like how I started saying, um, but then I stopped myself and just yeah. said, uh, uh, our guest today. I'm so excited about this episode. Oh my episode. gosh. We had so much fun talking to them. Yeah. So once again, on TikTok, 
God. We, we have do. to stop being embarrassed by I it. Know. We need to own it. There are awesome people we on are TikTok. We are TikTok proud. We are TikTokin, click clocking. <laughs> we are hopping We in. are TikTok proud. We are we have found incredible people on there. It's true. Like we never would have met Becca or yeah. like Natalie. Natalie or Chris or 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 Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we met so these two guys posted a video. They're called Two Gays in a House. And they bought a house basically without ever having been no, not basically. They've never seen it in person. Yeah, so they were like quarantined. Yeah. And wanting to purchase a house and they bought it over FaceTime. Yeah. And now they're going to renovate it and it's going to be like their little getaway house. Yeah. So their names are Danny and Kane. Yeah. And they have a they have a dog. Oh my God, Zadie. Zadie. So nice. Um, But they have found some pretty crazy things in this house and the history is pretty incredible. So it's yeah. from the 1880s. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's cool. It's wild. And I'm so we excited. are 100% vacationing there. Yeah. It's in upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what else to say. I'm just super stoked. And I'm excited to hear back from them about like creepy things that yes, happen. Absolutely. And guys, we're still collecting ghost stories. Yeah. So as a segue, if you have a ghost story or know somebody that does, um, shoot us a DM because... We want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to be on the podcast, like maybe you could email it to us and we'll just read it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because we're super into it and it's almost Halloween. If you've been like to October. a haunted place, if you know of a haunted place. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I might save some of my own ghost stories for the Patreon. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. Anywho, <laughs> enjoy this episode. And we'll talk to you later. I'm going to drink some water because I'm sounding more and more froggy. Bye. Bye. Good morning, Daniel and Kane. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. We're so excited to talk to you. We're excited to talk to you, too. And you guys are in New York, right? So we actually, we we live in New York City, um, but about four days ago, we rented out our apartment in the city for a couple months and have relocated up to upstate New York, about 10 minutes away from what will soon be our new home. So we're... We're, we're, we're closing uh, any day now and have already hired all the contractors and we'll start renovations um, very, very imminently. So we're super excited. That's awesome. Our um, One of our best friends from high school um, moved out to New York. She's like, I don't know. She's very New York. I don't know what I mean when I say that, but like she's just, um, <laughs> she's on our, she has a podcast and she's on our podcast sometimes. And like, oh, I just like, I'll be like, oh yeah, but you're like in New York. She's like, well, I'm in where is she? Astoria? No, she's yeah, Long Island. Yeah, Queens. Queens. Yeah, so we're yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, so we're oh, in Brooklyn. But it's all New York. Like it's yeah. like oh, yeah. It's yeah. New Yorkers, New yeah, yeah. New Yorkers don't distinguish really between the boroughs and Manhattan. It's like it's all one city. <laughs> That's like in my mind. I'm like, it's just it's New York. It's just this like big giant city. Um cool. Well, we're super excited to get to know you guys. Why don't you start out by introducing yourselves? Um, and don't forget about your dog. Cause I saw your dog on Instagram and I was like, okay, these are my people. <laughs> yeah. 
She, she is the best part of the whole of the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my name's Kane. Um, uh, and the little dog, or not that little, but our, our princess, her name is Zadie. Um, uh, I am a 33-year-old. I feel like I'm on a dating site. It's great. I'm like a 33-year-old. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I'm 33 years old. Uh, I am an entrepreneur. Uh, and actually have a business in the city and an online wellness business called The Well. Uh, we're a holistic health and wellness company uh, that bring together the best of Eastern medicine uh, and Western medicine to help people live the healthiest, best lives that they can, um, have a background in design and hospitality uh, before going out and starting my own business. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, great. great. And I'm Daniel. Um, I am... 34, which I would much rather not say. Feel free to edit that part out. Yeah, no, you're 25. I mean, yeah, exactly. 29. I uh, I'm from Venezuela originally, but I guess I've been in the U.S. now for uh, geez, um, 18 years or something, and 15 of those have been in New York. Um, so very mm-hmm. much uh, love the city. Uh, and I work, so I currently work at Google. I've been there for a couple of years, um, and oh. I do, yeah, I do strategy for uh, the Google Assistant. So hey, Google. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. I gosh. talk to Google all the time. Hey, can yeah. we? I don't, so we just put out a quick episode the other day. Just a little complaint for Google. Michelle's <laughs> kids asked Google if Santa was real. And Google did her wrong. Did they, me dirty big time. Wait, what did Google say? Basically said that like most kids are disillusioned by Santa at, you know, at a young age by either an older sibling or someone at school. And I was like, well, my kids have just been disillusioned by you. Like, oh my gosh. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I do. <laughs> you can just put that to There's the right part. <laughs> I asked Alexa, because I have Alexa, and like Alexa just nailed it. She was like, um, I can't say for sure, but somebody keeps eating my cookies. Like, it was something so cute. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and I was like, I need to find somebody at Google to tell this yeah. to. Well, now you have it. So there, there we go. <laughs> um, awesome. And then how old's your dog? I'm so sorry, guys. I'm like, oh, crazy. no. She's all we ever want to talk about. Zadie is almost five years old. Um, I actually I adopted her when she was eight weeks old in Miami. Uh, she was this little like six pound ball of fluff um that was she was actually one of those dogs that when game of thrones like really really got popular people started buying and like giving huskies as gifts because they thought that they were like the the dire wolves or whatever um and people would get them and realize like oh my god a dog's a lot of responsibility and takes a lot of work and they were giving them up so i found we we got her at a shelter uh, she is the most well-behaved, precious dog you will ever meet in your entire life. Um, oh, she, is, best. she is the she best. Is we are best. so lucky to have her. Um, she's fantastic. She's the Aww, best. I love that. Well, I, I feel like Carling, um, basically the reason that she has all of her dogs is because of that whole thing where people get a dog and then they don't realize how much work they are. And Carling's like, I'll just take them from you. Yeah. And that's why she has five dogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I have five dogs. A good home. Like I'm setting a trend here: five dogs, five kids. Yes, like, I also cat. have five cats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we live in five. In the spirit of transparency. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my partner and I just like I don't know somehow animals. There's a beacon, I guess, above our house, and animals are like, "Hey guys, like these ladies will take you in." <laughs> 
So, yeah. Pat, find a good home with you. That's so that's so important. It's um, yeah. Um, so, so how did you guys meet? Um, we actually met. I don't know if you if you know of a, an island called Fire Island. Um, oh, we've heard of Fire oh, Island. Oh, you've probably heard of it. Yes, yes. Uh, so we actually met on Fire Island, which, for those who don't know what it is, is a amazing sandbar sandbar island off the coast of of Long Island in New York. Um, that is historically a haven um, and escape for uh, the LGBT community. So we actually met about three years ago. Uh, it'll be three years ago, the end of this month. Um, yeah on what was quite honestly, probably, uh, we thought a one night stand that just stuck forever. So <laughs> very much. We were both just like out of relationships. So definitely not looking for something long-term, uh, the end of the season. So there was also nobody else in the Island. So it was kind of, you know, each other or nothing. Uh, and then, you know, we never left. Yeah. It was one of those long dating period of like six months of really liking each other but not wanting to get into a relationship so pretending like we weren't dating even though we were spending four days a week together so <laughs> and finally just ripping off the band-aid and there you go now we're engaged to be married oh, oh God, that's, that's wonderful so nice. congratulations yeah. yeah i love that um, oh your life just sounds so wonderful i'm uh don't worry till, when we get to the house you'll find the other side <laughs> I've just always wanted to go to New York. That's one of the places that I've just loved to, you know, I don't know. It just looks so magical. And I'm sure it's crazy and there's all sorts of downsides, but it just looks so fun. Yeah. No, I like when I moved here, because I moved here for college or to New York for college. And uh, same like, you know, like New Yorkers hate, you know, like Times Square. Like no one really wants to go there because it's so crowded yeah. and stuff. And like I would go. I think a couple of times a week and I was a student. So I was, you know, had no money. So like I would get like something in McDonald's, which is around the corner and then just sit in Times Square and be like, Oh my God, I just cannot believe it. Like, Aww. Uh, like soak it all in. Yeah, exactly. Like just people watching. It was the, the best free entertainment you could get. in the city. So, Oh, that's awesome. I love that. We, um, because of um, our friend Amanda's podcast, we have a lot of listeners from like New York and out East. And so I keep joking that when like COVID is all, finished we're gonna have to go on some tour and just yeah. like stop in all the places so we'll stop in new york we'll visit everybody yeah perfect the ha well listen when you come the house will likely have guest rooms so if we're finished we will happily host you and if oh not i give gosh. you hammers and sauce to help us out uh, yeah listen i totally i'm like i'm not super like handy with tools and everything but my partner's like trying to teach me so she's always like here's a drill here are some screws like here's what i need you to do so i'm like i'm getting good practice makes perfect that's how i started out too yeah, yeah. so yeah so that's a good segue because we sort of found you on instagram and tiktok and you guys have something an account called two gays and a house um and as soon as i saw it i was like what is this i want to know more <laughs> Um, and your first video kind of explains that you, you bought a house kind of sight unseen, kind of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tell us the story. Like what happened? Totally. Yeah. So we, um, like a lot of New Yorkers, uh, when COVID hit in early March, um, uh, we left the city. I actually, uh, earlier this year went through a bit of a health scare. Um, I'm totally healthy now, but had for uh, a little bit of time a compromised immune system. So when New York was sort of becoming the epicenter of COVID, uh, just to be safe, we actually left to go home to Michigan, where I'm from, um, and stay with my family there. 
Um, and what we thought was going to be, you know, two or three weeks, I think like everyone did, turned out to be four months. Um, and we ended up spending four months back at home. Um, and before COVID, we had, you know, we've been playing with this idea of, of getting a house upstate. You know, we love the city. We both lived there for over 15 years. But I think, you know, as we've gotten older and, and sort of been looking at it, it's always been a nice idea or a thoughtful idea to be able to go have a place on the weekends. And then for us also uh, use it as both an escape for us, but also an opportunity to Airbnb or, or rent it out as well. Um, we love DIY. We love doing things ourselves. It's like our hobby. Um, and and like while we were in Michigan, we redid my parents' bathrooms for fun and we uh-huh. repainted it and like and and like restored my my family has like a really old lake house so we we redid the lake house so it's fun oh, for wow. us so we've been looking for a fixer upper upstate for over a year um and then during covid we would be looking every day and and what was crazy is a lot of the houses we had saw right before we left were selling like crazy because you yeah. know a lot of people were leaving the city it was crazy yeah. like we had five houses that we liked and we're like oh you know maybe let's contact them and like before you could even like hit save they were oh, like wow. Wow. Instant. It was crazy. And like people are saying like they were just buying them for, you know, 20% over asking, which we're like, okay, we can't do that. So oh my gosh. But we had seen the house, like the house that you that you saw, we had seen it, I don't know, months before. We had seen it around, I don't know, November of last year. So almost a year ago. Well, and then Danny, when he first showed it to me, I was like, that's our house. And it was just like, but if you've seen the house and when you see the house, it's a lot of work. Like it's not like a Oh, we're just gonna update the kitchen, or like it is—it is a complete redo. So yeah. I think we're like, I'm like, I'm obsessed with that house. We're obsessed with that house. Oh my god, that house could be amazing. But I think we were a little like, maybe that's too much of a project. Yeah, that's maybe uh-huh. a little ambitious. Like we don't necessarily know plumbing and electrical, so like we can yeah. just paint and put cute furniture in instead. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but we were home and we were seeing all these houses just sell and. You know, we were contemplating our return to, to New York as as much as it was amazing to be home. Um, like I left Michigan for a reason. Um, like and, yeah. and it's just it's not where we want to be full time. Um, so we were we were getting ready to go and and this house was still there. And one day Danny just like looks at me and he's like, I think we should just buy the house. Um, and I was like, Oh my god, okay. So we called the broker um and we're like, we wanna put in an offer, and she's like but wait, you, you've never seen it. And we're like, no, 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 no. But they had, um, and she was so, uh, she was so hesitant. She was like, but you yeah. haven't seen the house. And we're like, we know, but like, it, it was one of those situations where like the house, it literally, there was nothing that was going to surprise us about the house. Cause it's in such, you know, you have to do everything again. So it's not like, oh, we're going to find that we need to do electrical. We know we need to do it. Yeah. So right. like, yeah. We were hoping that, but yeah. We were Your expectations were already low. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so we were like, yeah. why don't you just like take your phone there and FaceTime us and like walk us through it. So she like took us on like a FaceTime tour and wow. like the house as, as, and then of course we like got an inspection, right? So we're like, we want to put in an offer. We'll, we'll get an inspection. And like, if there's anything absolutely crazy, right? Like, or, oh or you know, they had just redone the well, they had just redone the septic. If those things aren't true for any reason, we can always back out, but like, we want to hold it. So, um, we we did the FaceTime tour in the house as as much work as it needs the bones of it and the and the the like the frame the, the frame foundation. the foundation it's actually in really good shape it's over 130 years old but um wow uh, so we were we were super excited so we put in the offer and um the house actually has a really really interesting backstory which we've since found out through TikTok 
Um, but at the oh. time, all we knew was that the woman who had the house um, had unfortunately um, developed early onset Alzheimer's um, and was currently in like uh, in care. And her nephew, who lived in California, was actually handling the sale. So when we would put in, when we would try to communicate every time we had a thing, there was always like a delay, right? Because like he's in California, there's three hours difference. He obviously is like, it's not directly his house. He's taking care of it for his aunt. But so we put in an offer um, and we didn't hear back and we were like stressing out. And, and then we called our broker. She's like, I still haven't heard back. I still haven't heard back. And then that night um, we were at like, we were doing like a, we had a couple of my friends from from high school and, and old time friends like at my parents' house out by the bonfire. Um, you know, this was still before we were allowed to go inside anywhere and, you know, when the world was yeah. really down and they were all sitting there and at like 11 p.m. we get a text from our broker that's like, congratulations, they accompanied your offer. Oh my um, gosh. Uh, wow. So we all had a bunch of drinks and, and had a bunch of fun. And then we both looked at each other and we're like, what the, what the F did we just do? Um, <laughs> and we're like, maybe we should look at those videos again. Just yeah. to <laughs> Oh, um, wow. So how, far a, away, how far away is the house from where you live normally? It's like just over two hours. Yeah. So it's about a two hour drive away. Um, there's an area of upstate New York called the Hudson Valley, um, which is a very popular like weekend destination, um, as well as like a, a very popular like um, a lot of people have second homes there. Um, so uh, it's it's up in the Hudson Valley Catskill area. It actually sits like between a couple like key places, which we love. It's really close to a town called Hudson, which is an amazing artist town, has amazing like flea markets and vintage shops and restaurants, but it's like 20 minutes from there, but it's also 20 minutes from the two biggest ski mountains in upstate oh. New York. So I love to ski. Um, Danny likes to opera ski, so he drinks the cocktails. <laughs> um, so so it, it's close That's to that. Right. Um, and then in the fall and winter, like, you know, we're up here right now in the end of summer and going into fall and you're in the mountains of, of upstate New York. So it's just absolutely it's gorgeous. Just, yeah, it's just, uh, oh my gosh. Like you color. guys get an actual fall there. And yes, exactly. it's just so beautiful. It's so uh, beautiful. I used to live in Ontario. And so we used to have like legitimate seasons and I actually have some family in Michigan too. But uh, in, cool, yeah. in yeah, in Alberta, um, our fall is like what a, two weeks. Yeah, like <laughs> there's, like, they, I saw on the news there's a risk of snowfall like close to where we live this weekend. Yeah, like oh it's God. September, guys. Oh I know. Oh, yeah, they're just, saying this winter is going to be brutal because they're saying it's like an El Nino winter. Um, yeah, they're expecting it to be rough, which it's like bringing us like anxiety because yeah there's a roof on the house and like we have to get that done before it's now oh yeah so, i mean that's so on brand with 2020 right it's just everything. yeah yeah <laughs> like, everything to the max in the worst way possible Absolutely. Like, it's like it's like how bad can we make this for everyone yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna try to break these humans as much as we possibly can yeah. Um, sure, at least you're not U.S. citizens. We have a whole extra layer that I don't even want to. Oh learn. man! I Listen, know. guys, I'm November sorry. is coming. November Let's is coming. just get you through this um, this election. Mm. Yeah, we're yeah. making phone calls. We're knocking on doors. Actually, up here where we're at is like a fifty fifty split of like Denver's mm. Republicans. So we are like definitely oh, yeah. putting on our shoes and getting getting out the vote because we're uh -huh. very. 
Good yeah. for you guys. Well, if you need to come up to Canada for a little while, you have a place here. Yeah. Well, just like your exit strategy can just be come live here, bring your dog. You'll be fine. You'll get health care. <laughs> yeah. no, exactly. Uh, be careful. You're going to you're gonna have like a drove of Americans like pull up into your driveway on November 4th if this is the guy we wanted to. So can you guys tell us a bit about like that first time you drove up to the house? Like when did you physically see it for the first time? Literally that video. So, yeah. so we, we, what happened was we were in Michigan and, um, we were like, okay, we just bought a house. Shit. We got to go back. Yeah. So we, cause we were like not planning on coming to New York cause New York was still, you know, it was July, yeah. so it was June, end of June. So like New York was still not, you know, in great shape. So we're not, you know, rushing to get back to the city, yeah. but we're like, we should probably see the house before we actually buy the house. <laughs> that was, you know, back when we thought that the process of buying the house would not take three months yeah um, but but yeah so we like drove back and just like went to went to our like the apartment in brooklyn dropped off all of our stuff and then came upstate to see it yeah and we that the video that danny took was we literally like like we were home for like 12 hours dropped off our stuff like grabbed some new stuff threw it in the car and, and drove up um and we were like pulled into the road and he was like stop and I was like, what? And he's like, stop. He's like, I want to film us pulling in. And so oh, literally man. the first time we saw the house was actually the video that we posted on TikTok. Um, and I've been like a, I've been a, like, like a TikTok voyeur for like a, probably a year and a half now where like, I've been watching obsessively for a long time, but never yes. any content. I think a lot of people do on TikTok, right? Like yes. it's so creative and it's so interesting and there's, it's so funny and, and like, there's so much fun stuff on it. So we, I just been watching forever and when he recorded the video, Danny was like, well, you know, like all other gays, maybe we should start an Instagram because we're renovating a house. Like that's a gay Two gays by Instagram. It's like a checklist. Um, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, but I actually think we should do a TikTok. And he's like, why? I was like, I'm obsessed with it. It's so fun. It's not just photos. Like we can be super creative with it. Um, and I was like, I feel, I feel like a little bit like the mom on Facebook, you know, like back in, back in our day. When your yeah. parents join, you're like, mm, I feel like I'm like supervising the children. Uh, <laughs> yes. I do love it. I do love it. So yeah. then, like, it's so addictive. Yeah. So we literally, I like, we took that video. Um, and then we like got into the house. We were there for a couple hours. We met our broker. And then on the drive home, I literally just took the video and I just like typed up what happened and I posted it and forgot about it. Honestly, like I posted it and then put it up and then we got back home um, and it was like a Thursday that we were there. And then on Saturday we were on our roof eating dinner just outside. And all of a sudden my phone, I, I had like TikTok notifications on and all of a sudden my phone just started like exploding with like oh notifications. And I was like, what the hell is like, it was just like, ding, 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 ding. and I was like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> and I like opened up my phone and I was like, holy shit. And then he's like, what? I was like, our TikTok video has 300,000 views. Uh, oh and he's like, what? Gosh. And I was like, I don't know what just happened. Um, and the video ended up getting like, it's it's almost at 2 million views now and it just sort of exploded. Um, and we were like, oh, and then we were like, I literally, we have some friends who are like instant influencers or who like literally do that stuff professionally. And we started texting them being like, we don't know what to do. What do we do now? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they're like no, no, we didn't know this was going to happen. We thought four people would look at it. Like, and it, and they're like make more content and we're like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny I mean I got Carling on TikTok I convinced her to to start a TikTok for our podcast because I'm like it's the new thing it's like 
I don't know, we can find so many people on it because everyone is just so eager to share their stories on it. And like, it's incredible. And I was kind of laughing when you were saying that you uh, remodeled some stuff in, in, in Michigan. Cause I was like, did, did you actually properly quarantine if you didn't like remodel something? Yeah. Or like dyed your hair or tie dyed something (laughs) like. (laughs) It's like, it's like, wow, people cope in five ways across the whole country dye your hair yeah. DIY we're all alcoholics yeah uh, <laughs> literally it's like tie-dye uh, yeah seriously it's like we all had the exact same oh people got dogs lots of dogs yeah, yes. and don't lots forget the dogs. bread making phase oh we yeah we oh, made bread that's true everything went in phases i saw this thing that someone posted and was like are we still making bread or is everyone just sad now (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um so can you tell us a bit about the house like it was built in 1860 is that right we think 1880 1880 yeah so when we pulled up honestly like you you see it and we saw you know obviously we saw it in photos we saw it on facetime but like it just doesn't do it justice it's so it's just so beautiful Mm-hmm. Um, and like we we came in and like we had you know we we brought in like three contractors because there's a lot of stuff that we just can't do right like we're not gonna do roof and electrical like that stuff we we definitely want licensed professionals to do yes um, but so we had like a few contractors come in and the first one that we that we brought it was so funny because like he came in he clearly like he was a referral from you know some friends that are you know doing very well financially mm-hmm. and like he came in and he's like oh you know like it's a big house like it's it's gonna be expensive to fix you should actually tear it down and start over. And like, oh. I think, yeah. And both of us, like, I think like our hearts broke. We're like, no, we can't like, we're like, get the hell out. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's so beautiful. Like the windows are amazing. Like we like, we yes. just can't face the idea of like, Oh, we need to tear this thing down and build some, you know, like crappy new mm-hmm. house. With yeah. No uh, with no character, then, no history. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time we talked to that guy. No um, kidding. And then we had like a guy that was, you know, like the cousin of the wife of the friend of the <laughs> nephew of something, something, something of our broker. And he was great. And he come in, he's like, he he does that, right? He works with all houses. He understands what needs to be done to like get them to where, you know, to get them to stability and to make sure that they that they work well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he was all excited about the house. And like, we're like, we need to work with someone like this. That's excited yeah. about bringing, you know, something that's been sitting and standing fine for 140 years. And not tearing it down, but like actually make, giving it a you know a couple hundred more years. Like, like. Yeah, and the house has a really really interesting backstory. So, the woman who is actually the recent owner of the house was actually the longtime partner of a man named Walter. Um, and Walter lived there for many years. He was actually a recluse um, and and didn't leave the house much. But it was his childhood home, and he was raised there with his other brother and his sister. And his sister actually went on, um, her name's Blossom Deary. She went on to become a Grammy award-winning jazz musician in New York City. And it was her childhood home. Um, The two pianos that are still in the house were actually the pianos that she learned to play music on. Um, Mm -hmm. She traveled the world in like the 40s and 50s and 60s, like as like a jazz chateauneuse, like has over 35 records um was an amazing talent like legend in the new york jazz scene um you know the new york times when she passed away like wrote the most like beautiful amazing obituary she passed away in like 2009 
um, wow. was a childhood home that her brother lived in. Um, and and they have, it comes with lots of property. It has 46 acres, which for like city dwellers, for us, it's like, we feel like it's like, we don't know what to do with we it. We don't know what to do with 46 oh acres. Oh my gosh, 46 square feet in New York. So you can imagine what 46 <laughs> acres feels like. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. And so she, they had the home and what had happened was, um, the woman who, who Phyllis, who was the most recent owner, her, her and her caregiver had started renovations on the home. And unfortunately, and, and this is, this is like, it, it makes it so sad. They like hired all the wrong people. Oh, so like they were really much and and Phyllis was going through mental health issues at the time, but like they were sort of taken advantage of. So they hired an electrician who like didn't do the job properly and like never finished it and bounced, you know, wow. like left the left, like literally left the state. Um, they, they hired a contractor to open it up and turn it into an open floor plan, which is amazing. But like they did it in all the wrong ways where like they took out support beams. Right. Oh, so, oh. so the house overall, like when you look at the structure um, and I do like real estate development on and, and work in real estate as my job. Um, but the structure is actually quite sound for like a 133 year old house. The foundation's in pretty good shape. The lines of the house are really good. They've done a lot of the demo already. Um, but what we've, and when we got the inspection, the inspector was like, this house is actually in like great shape for 130 years old. Like this is, this is amazing, amazing find. Um, but what's happened since then, <laughs> um, and, and sort of when you start sort of peeling back the layers, it's really what we found is, is that we actually have a, the house is good now, but the, what was done to the house by the previous contractors has basically like set it up for, we have like the next three months to yeah. fix like three major things or the whole place is going to fall in. Oh, so it's like the house is actually safe, but they've taken out major support beams and they've altered the foundation and like not structurally sound ways. So we actually are on a very, like we can quickly, if we get the work done, we can, we need to get done. The house will be totally fine. But if not, we're talking like one big snow and a third of the roof is coming into the house. Oh um, my gosh, which, no pressure. So because the roof is actually in great shape. It's just literally like people irresponsibly or unknowingly making changes that like have totally like altered the, the structure of this house. So we're like in a bit of a race against time to get at least some of this big stuff done to make sure that the house is, is restored and is properly and structurally sound. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. That's wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. talk about like a huge undertaking. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. like a it's a challenge for sure. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. But and, one thing. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. I was gonna say one thing. We're also today actually. So we're up here and we've been we've been like going to the property like every day and like having our contractor coming there, getting dumpsters dropped off, like starting the process of of getting mm -hmm. ready, um, to do the work, but what we found out is through TikTok and, and like we met you guys through TikTok, we actually met the caregiver for Phyllis. Her daughter found our TikTok, connected us to Lisa. And oh Lisa's the one who's told us all this amazing backstory. She's amazing. We love her. Wow. She's given us, you know, and she did amazing work to the house. She redug the well and made it great. And like she did that and she redid the septic system. So she did amazing work. It's just, she, there were some contractors that, that took advantage of her and, and of Phyllis, oh. but, um, she told us, which we're hoping to find today, that Walter actually built a single lane bowling alley somewhere on the property 
What? What? He built himself a single lane bowling alley. And so today we're like literally in like out, like workout hiking gear. And we're going to go spend like the afternoon trying to find this bowling alley. Cause we want, she's like, she's like, it's, it's somewhere on the property. She's like, I only got to, she's like, I never got to search like all of it. She's like, but it is supposedly there that there's like a single lane bowling alley hidden somewhere on the property. Oh my gosh. That is incredible. (laughs) That's so wild. And so what are you going to do with all of those acres? We we don't know. (laughs) We're still trying to figure out what we're going to do with a house. They're going to build a two lane bowling alley. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We we do love going on hikes and, you know, for Zadie, it's, you know, she, she's a, she's a big dog. She's a, she's a husky. So like having the space, it's so nice. And like going on hikes in the morning. Yes. Like that. We definitely want to have a garden, you know, grow some of our own stuff, especially, you know, given we don't know what's happening here in the future. Yeah. We'll have a backup plan. Yeah. yeah. But I think mm-hmm. we just enjoy it. Like we don't really want to disrupt much of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think we'll try to keep it. It's mostly wooded, right? It's not a, it's not like a grass. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll keep the woods. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, we, when we were looking for a house, we're like, we want some acreage for Zadie. Like it was one of the big drivers for the house was like, you know, we take Zadie on runs every day and, and she's very active in the city, but she like seeing her in Michigan with like, I live in the, I live in, I grew up in really rural Michigan. My lake house is like in the middle of nowhere. So like seeing her out in the woods, running around, going on hikes every day, like she was just so happy that one of the big drivers was like, if we're going to get a house, like we want it to be, um, have some land. We didn't think it would be 46 acres yeah. of land. We're like, oh, three or four like, acres. Yeah, we're like, four acres sounds amazing. Um, yeah. We're like, or 46. Yeah, so so it has it. We've um we've joked that that we're going to start a commune with all of our friends in New York who need to escape. Yes. Um, we've also, you know, we, we love, we love throwing parties. So Danny had actually an amazing idea, um, that uh, every summer, once COVID's done, like the beginning of every summer, we're actually going to throw something called Blossom Fest after for Blossom after her. Oh, so we're going to throw like a party that. every summer that's that's for like a local charity. So we want to do some of that stuff too. The communities, it's a really small town. Um, it's yeah. a really small town, a really small community, and and everyone's like. Like we went to the building department to get like a building permit, and like the woman at the front desk is our neighbor, and oh. like Cunningham, like Mr. Cunningham, the building inspector. Like I was supposed to pick up one form from him, and him and I ended up talking for two and a half hours. Right, like oh it's just such God. a tight knit community um, that like we really want to sort of you know be part of it and yeah. get back to it. And so we'll we'll see. I I think when you live in crazy, when you live in New York and it's loud and busy all the time, the idea of like forty six acres of nothing around you is actually amazing so absolutely yeah Yeah. we don't really desire to build it out at the moment yeah it'll be like after um my husband and i had our twins uh we really wanted to find a place um just kind of out in the middle of nowhere where our kids could run around and be free and and you know just kind of get away from neighbors and things like that so we rented um a place i think the the property I think the house on the property was maybe like 60 years old um, and there was a beautiful red barn and it was like 10 acres and it was just so peaceful and nice. And it was the same thing. Like you meet your neighbors and they may live like a mile away from you, but we met more neighbors living there than we ever had living, you know, surrounded by houses in the city. So it was just such a like 
wonderful oh, place. Really. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We're super excited about that. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like we were, we were, um, we were like looking for uh, different contractors, and we were talking to our broker, and she's like, "Well, just go to the hardware store." I'm like, what? And she's like, well, they're just all at the hardware store. Like, go talk to the hardware store. Tell them what you're doing. You'll run into someone. They'll refer you. They'll give you yeah. someone's room. And just like, and we're like, and so we go to the hardware store and it's like, oh, it's like how we found everyone. Literally. Yeah. It's like going to the local hardware store, talking to folks. And it's just like, it's such a, it's such a joyful way of life. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. It's a well, and then, and then that way, you know, that you have the right people, right? Because it's word of mouth. It's other people that are um referring them because they know that they do good work and yeah exactly. then you can feel more comfortable having them do things for you totally, totally. That's so great. where where in michigan um do you live did you live yeah so lapeer county so it is um about an hour and 20 minutes north of detroit uh oh, and like okay. you know if i was to hold up my hand in the mitten shape it's like at the bottom of the thumb about, oh, okay. about 30 minutes east of flint um, so in lower Michigan. And then my family has a lake house in, in a little town called East Tawas, which is, which is in the upper part of the lower peninsula. Oh, wow. I, I grew up in Sarnia, Ontario. So oh, I know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, we grew up 45 minutes away from each other. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. We would take the, the bridge all the time to go over to Michigan and yeah. that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We could be, I can be to the Sarnia bridge, um, like quickly. Very cool. Oh, awesome. Wow. Um, you guys had said earlier that the sort of like political atmosphere was sort of 50-50 Republican Democrat. Have you guys, or was it a consideration about moving to sort of like a smaller community as a gay couple? I don't know. We didn't really think about it. I think uh, it's actually a really good question. I think yeah. for, I think in New York, it's interesting. I think at least within a two hour drive of the city, even if you may be a, I would say, more conservative from a political perspective, I personally find more often than not, if not almost all the time, like people are accepting and, and totally open. Yeah. Like um, we haven't had any, any issues, any situations. Yeah. 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 Really good. And I, yeah. And I think it's like, we're, I think we're also, and this is definitely a privilege. Like, I think, I think we both feel very comfortable just being who we are and living who we are. And you know what I mean? Like we go into restaurants as a couple, we meet our contractors as a couple, you know, we, we up here, we, we live just like we live in New York and, mm -hmm. and we're privileged to be able to do that. And, and it hasn't actually been an issue at all. Um, I, it feels to me like the conservative side of it is, is maybe less, I, it doesn't feel like it's as focused on, on LGBT rights, but maybe other social justice issues, or quite honestly, a lot of, a lot of people who vote Republican in New York, it's very financially motivated, right? right. Like it's, it's all around taxes and dollars, yeah. um, which yeah. is our whole thing is like right now, like that does not matter. We're talking about the like social safety net and like protecting democracy. Like yeah. we're, Taxes are on the back burner at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we live, Calgary, they consider it like the Texas of Canada. And Ugh. so it's like oh. cowboys, conservative. Um, we certainly have like a really big and vibrant LGBTQ community. Um, but my partner and I have had like contractors come to the house. And there's, we've often sort of like, we've either had people ask where our husbands are or... <laughs> they'll sort of like, they'll allude to like, well, like, we'll let the men do it. You know, like, it's just this funny, one of my neighbors was walking by and I was doing yard work and he's like, 
that's your husband's job. And I was like, oh, no husband here, just a wife. And like, <laughs> just stared at me. Amazing. Like, Amazing. Yeah, like, like, I tried that once and it didn't work out so well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, guys, it did not work out for me. Um, if you're yeah. working the price I have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who meets me who's like, where's your wife? I'm like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> like you're confused? Like I, how is it possible? That's <laughs> like, awesome. Luckily, we haven't had any situations yeah. like that. No, we feel like there haven't been any situations yet, and and I don't. It seems it seems like a pretty open and, and accepting community overall. That's awesome. Um, so where do you guys go from here? Like you're getting the, sort of like the big stuff done with contractors. Um, do you sort of have an idea of what you want the house to look like? Oh, we have. So we have so many ideas. We have like you probably can't tell just from this chat, but we have very you know different uh, personalities. Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> I'm like the engineer. Like I have like 17 spreadsheets already created with every single thing that needs to be done, and like timelines and timetables and names and numbers and budgets and, and yeah. all those things and like applying all that boring stuff. All, yeah, all that super fun stuff. I know. Uh, I sound super interesting right now. Um, and like Kane is, you know, he's like the design, the design mind. So we definitely have a lot of ideas. It's just like we we do because we we are in, you know, the race against winter. We yeah. have to get, you know, there's five things we have to get done before then. So honestly, we're just waiting. Everything, you know, obviously it's a small town. It moves a little bit slower than than the city. Yeah. So we're just waiting right now for for the bank to to give us the go ahead. But like as soon as is as is that word, you know, for lack of a better reference, we're pu- pulling the trigger. And yeah, like starting yeah. with the big stuff like you know electrical plumbing the roof uh but the inside like i just can't wait to get to the fun Ooh, picking you know the, the color for the floor yeah. and picking the color for the bathroom and oh are we gonna put like a little cute couch here or is it gonna be <laughs> something else? like that's mm-hmm. the part that's gonna be great yeah. we've, oh, we've finalized the floor plans we're t- it's currently a four bedroom one bath and we're gonna take it down to a three bedroom and make it a three and a half bath mm. um and and I think for us because we have we really want to we do want to like rent it and Airbnb it, um you know we want to we're thinking of it both as like our home which we have a very I would say like modern minimalist, um lots of plants lots of we love lots <laughs> and lots and lots of plants um sort of aesthetic, uh so it's sort of mixing that with with you know it being super comfortable and up in the country and yeah. and you know people will come in the winter to ski and snowboard so. We want to have a hot tub for them to soak in afterwards and like, but in the summer, you know, they'll be hiking. So what can we have for that? So we're trying to think of it as like a little mini like escape before the, before the wow, I actually worked in hotels um, and, and did, and did design and, and branded hotels. So I think of everything through like a guest mindset of like when someone walks into the door, we want them to just be so excited to stay there and to make memories there and to have amazing weekends with their friends. So we're thinking about it for us, but we're also very much thinking about, you know, the countless people that we hope will stay in it and, and yeah. sort of get to spend weekends or, or weeks there escaping the city or, or hanging out with friends and family. Yeah. Oh, and wow. What, and it what's so amazing is like, yeah. And like, what's so great is like we, like the house, it, it has such character, right? Like it has, you know, it has almost 50 windows, 49 windows. Wow, that's incredible. Like, and it's surrounded by woods. Like you don't have to do like a lot to make it feel special and feel beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a lot about just accentuating what's already there, which is great. And we're finding all these cool 
there's just a lot of stuff that was left in the house. So we found some scary things like an urn full of ashes. Yeah. Um, like what? What? Like <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. That that gave us some heebie jeebies for sure. Ooh, and yeah. also, by the way, when you emailed us and when you reach out the first time, it was honestly right around the time where we found that we had this urn. Oh, <laughs> so like, you're like, oh, what didn't you sign up for? And you're like, well, you know, like, a house with a lot of work. We're like, we did not sign up for ashes. That we did or not ghosts. sign up for or ghosts. Uh, but no, so we so we oh found this God. urn and we were like, what that? So then we and then the thing is, is so the urn says Annie Buell on it, and Buell is the name of Phyllis, the woman who who had the house previously. But then when you Google Annie Buell, there's like a woman who like in the late '70s passed away in that area, and so we're like, oh, oh my God, is this her? And we're like. Okay. We're, yeah, we're like emailing, like, please come find, like, please come get grandma. Like, <laughs> and then they're like, okay. they're like, we don't know what that is. And then we're like, okay. And then so then everyone's like, you should bury them. And like, we're, we're like, no, this person wanted to be cremated. They obviously didn't want to be buried yeah. underground, but like, this has been their resting place. So like, we don't want to disturb them because we very much believe in ghosts and spirits. So we're like, what do we do here? So we're asking like our curandera, like <laughs> Mexican witch doctors and our like kundalini yoga teacher, spiritual like people being like, what do we do to put oh this person at rest? Like, how do we like yeah. not we want, cause any problems here? We're fine um, with, with her staying around, but we want her to stay around in very good terms with us. As yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're like, we're like, we're going to spread her ashes on the property. We're going to like create a beautiful branch under the willow tree, name it after oh her. Like, God. let's give her like a memorial. And then Lisa, who's like our our savior, is like, she like, we're like, Lisa, what is this? And she's like, oh my gosh, it's a dog. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ray's boxers, and Annie was one of her like prize dogs. It's one of her dogs, which we're huge dog people. So we're still going to give Annie like a proper resting place just because Absolutely. she's a dog. She hasn't. But Lisa was like, but if you believe in ghosts, I have some stories to tell you. Oh. And we're like, what? And she's like, so, and, and she's like, so like, I don't want to freak you out. She's like, first thing, all of my experiences in the house have been very friendly. Okay. It's like been very kind and very nice, but she's like, there definitely have been a couple situations where like I was in the kitchen once and I was like, like cooking and I saw my, well, what I thought was my husband walk down the stairs and like sit into the living room like out of the corner of my eye and I just started talking to him because I like thought I saw him come down and I'm like talking yeah. to him and he's not responding to me and I come around the corner no one's there and like five seconds later my husband comes like down the steps in a towel he had just gotten out of the shower oh my and, gosh and, yeah. and I guess Walter who was the brother who lived there for many years he him and her husband have like a very similar build um so, and her daughter mentioned a couple times where like, there were just like, it like, just like very brief interactions. Mm -hmm. Listen, it's a 130 year old house for many years. People died in their homes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, really? you yeah. Get to the hospital, like, especially in rural farming communities. Like, yeah. that's what so we're going to do a, a sage clearing and a little bit of a cleansing, you know, on the house, just in general, just for, for, you peace know, of mind. peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I we have no problem with friendly ghosts. You know what I mean? No. Like it's it's yeah, no, it's you know, as long as they're not angry that we're there and you know, sure. You know, if nothing else, I almost feel protected by like friendly spirits. Um yeah, that's a really good way yeah, to look at so, it. So we've heard some stories. We have not had any personal experiences. Now we've only ever been at the house maybe for like one to two hours at a time, multiple times, but we haven't had any personal experiences, but 
But if we do, we definitely will be documenting on TikTok. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. That's so interesting to me. Like, and, and to, to feel like the people that live there for so long are still there and that they're, you know, just living their spirit life and hanging out in the house and, and you guys are going to join them. It's just so cool to me, but yes, scary ghosts are not what you want. You want friendly ones for sure. Part of it is like, you know, we, we want to restore a lot of what's there. So we we're trying to be as respectful as possible. So hopefully that keeps us in good terms with anyone yes. that's already there. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You guys, I think- so, you guys are so, I mean, just like thoughtful. The fact that you wanted to like, um, you know, spread Annie's ashes and name something after her. And then you want to have um, uh, a blossom party. Like that's just so wonderful. It, it just shows what kind of people you are. And I, I think, I think you'll be good with, with the friendly ghosts in the house. If you, if you keep going that way. For sure. We appreciate it. I think, you know, for (laughs) us, it's like, I think with old houses like this, like when you buy one, it's, it's, it's a, there's a little bit of responsibility that comes with it, right? Like you're, you're buying one, I think from like a, from a sustainable perspective, right? Like it's like, you know, we only have this one planet, like why knock something down when you can restore something, take an old house and, and like, listen, we're going to modernize it to make it like environmentally efficient and like, you know, there are things we're going to do to it to make it, you know, good for the planet and good for us. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there's a responsibility from a sustainability perspective, but it, there's a history there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's, especially this house that like one fam for almost, at least for a very long time, we don't know if the Buell family's had it for forever, but for over 90 years, like it was with one family. So like, you're looking at like family history, right? And like, absolutely childbirths and and deaths and big events and you know all those things that come with it and so like we're like the next phase of that like you got to honor that and respect that and there's a responsibility that comes with it it's not just like okay it's ours now that doesn't matter anymore like that's not how the that's not how it works so right yeah it's asset as well i feel like you know like having those pianos like how cool is that like how cool is it you know you can picture a little blossom theory in the 1930s learning to play the piano there. Like how awesome is that? And we get yeah. to hopefully restore the pianos and like give them a new life. So it just feels like it's, it's a great thing, even for us to start from, right? We're not oh starting. My gosh. I, you need to find a picture of her on one of the pianos and frame it and put it above. That would be so That's cool. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. oh my God. We need to find that. And the cool thing is the community is so like, like all this stuff we know we've found from either Lisa or from, you know, our neighbor or from mm-hmm. our broker, the, the, our broker's friend who used to like, you know, be the handyman there or the guy who did the septic tank or like, so the community is just so supportive. Um, and I think a lot of people are actually, you know, the house has been in disrepair for some time and everyone we meet is just like, that house has so much potential. Like I'm so excited. They're like, just so excited to see people like come to it and want to bring it back to life and and give it give it um the love it needs and the love it deserves so we're super i love that the the whole time you're talking about the pianos i was like it's really awesome unless um the ghost of blossom starts playing in the middle of the night (laughs) oh my god yeah and we're like but you should listen to her music it is beautiful like if we do have a professional player you know coming to our house and play sometimes like i think i'm okay with that i got all the things right having a grammy award uh singer uh you know, like a personal concert in the middle of the night yeah <laughs> yeah exactly hopefully yeah. we can have her over for the party yeah <laughs> that would be actually one of our dear friends is an amazing piano is an amazing amazing piano player he's extremely talented um and so we've been 
you know, we, we don't know much about piano. So we're like, how do we restore these? And what are we doing? He's been helping us. And um, he's promised us as a housewarming, you know, once we get the pianos done to, to put on a little concert for us. So we're super excited. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We can't um, wait. It's, it's, you know, we get, we spend so much of our time um, and, you know, COVID's put a cramp on this for sure, but you know, our favorite thing to do is to have people over and to host and to entertain and to bring our friends together. So we're just excited to have a place to do that. And, and either it's, if it's with our friends or with people doing it on their own, we can't wait. So that's what excites us the most about the house. Yeah. I love that. I'm so excited. I'm glad that we kind of caught you at the beginning of the journey. Yeah. Um, because it'll be so interesting to sort of like check in on TikTok and Instagram and like maybe this time next year we have you back to be like, so guys, how did yeah. it go? Yeah. Like, did you go bankrupt yet? <laughs> it's like, let it, check it in three months and we'll just be screaming at each other on your podcast for the whole yeah. time. We're expecting it's going to be, we're, we're, we're hoping for a six month timeline. We think we're going to do a lot of it ourselves. So a yeah. lot of the work that's not, like structural obviously or requires a professional like yeah. redoing the floors redoing the bathrooms like putting in the new kitchen like all that stuff like we'll do a lot of that ourselves if not if not all of it because it's it's fun for us um and we're we're roping friends in for the for the for the added support yeah. um but i think you know we're hoping in six months so our goal is you know by next summer again you know next summer it's it's rocking and rolling and, and we're going to spend some time up there I love that. I cannot wait to follow along and see all of that. When I when I watched the video of you guys pulling up the first time, all I pictured was like a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. Oh. Like just the beautiful, you know, like just all the decorations and the wreaths and the snow and it's going to be so cool to see it. I like, I'm like literally a Christmas elf. It's like my favorite. <laughs> so so you hit that right on the head. Oh, like good. It's, there's like a wreath in every window, you know what I mean? It's going to be it's going to be Christmas to the max absolutely um, oh wow awesome well guys thank you so much for taking time out of your like stressful <laughs> deadline time frame um to chat with us no we're thank happy you. to yeah. thanks for thank having us great to chat we and... definitely love talking about the house that's like literally all we do and probably all we're gonna do for at least the next, <laughs> next six months so we, we definitely appreciate you guys having us. Oh, i love you it so much can i also link the wellness like your wellness business yeah it's um here i'll type it into the chat um it's it's actually it's in that'll give you an idea of, of our aesthetic it's a it's a really beautiful place in the city so it's a it's a fifteen thousand square foot wellness club wow um, so think like spa meets restaurant meets gym meets yoga studio meets private members club with like a really cool library so it's like a little wellness oasis in the middle of the city um, um, I'm 15th Street and Fifth Avenue, but yeah, I would I'd love for you to link it. Yeah, and it's a it's a wellness club, but then we also sell amazing supplements and beauty care, and we actually have the world's best hand sanitizer. No joke. Oh. Uh, and that's not just my opinion, uh, but it is really really good. Um, so yeah, I happily thank you. I'd appreciate a link for sure. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Well, we hope to see you uh, in the future at your new house as guests because yeah. I am, I want to come. <laughs> you are welcome. You are welcome. I mean, guys, when you also, um, 
when you get when you're ready for us to do it, like send us the let us know the day it goes live and we'll do a little TikTok video to drive people to it. And, and oh, thank so. you. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck with the contractors and good luck finding that bowling alley. Yeah. Yes, if we come across it, we'll we'll you'll see it soon. You'll see it yeah. soon. And please be careful. I, I'm 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 scared for you. <laughs> the mom Michelle's <laughs> <laughs> like, boys, please be careful. Safety yeah, they- first. They did say there's like a family of bears that kind of Ooh. roams around the general area. So I'm like, wait, do we need to get like bear maze or something? Like, what do we do yeah. with bears? Like, just oh. stuff that you know the yeah. city doesn't prepare you for. Yeah, no, yeah, that was like the first thing I thought of was bears. So oh yeah. my. <laughs> we be, but thank you, we appreciate it for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good day. We'll talk to you later. You take a hungry one. Bye. Bye. Michelle. Carling. Your kids are really passionately playing. Out they there. are. We told them to go make themselves busy and they are loudly making themselves busy. I mean, I guess we didn't say quietly. No, we My didn't. Bad. We didn't. Rookie move. <laughs> <laughs> um are Kane and Danny our new best friends? Uh 100 percent I love I them, love so, them much. so much. And I love that like we can check in with them like yeah. You know, in six months or in a year to see how things are going. Oh yeah. my gosh. I, I am sorry. <laughs> um, That's a four year old. I just love it so much. Ah! And their house is so gorgeous, and they're going to do yeah. so many gorgeous things to it. And yeah. we need to go visit. And yeah. And look up, I, I didn't write down the name, but look up like the, um, what is her name? Blossom Deary. Oh yeah, guys. Look up Blossom Deary yeah. and her music. Mm-hmm. Um, what a cool, like how, I just, the fact that they bought this old house, cool. Yeah. The fact that they're going to restore it, cool. But then the fact that they've got this like insider information. Well, and they got it through TikTok. Yeah. Through TikTok, they found a relative of the caregiver yeah. and was able to tell them like all this cool. I mean, you don't get that when you're buying a house, no. right? Like we bought a house or we rented a house. Um that was probably 80 or 65 or 80 years old, something like that. Yeah. And I would have loved to know like who lived there and yeah. what was like, what was a family and all that stuff. Cause that's so cool. Right. Yeah. But to like be able to learn that stuff from yeah. someone who like has intimate knowledge is just so cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, we are not being haunted right now. It's just my children. <laughs> Enthusiastically <laughs> keeping themselves busy. Yes. Um, no. God damn. I, every time you say um, I'll just slap you. I was going to say every time I say um, I should like donate to charity. Oh, there you go. But A, I'm broke. And B. <laughs> I was listening to the Red Handed Pod and when COVID first started, if they mentioned COVID, they would have to put uh a quid in the jar. Oh my God. And then they donated that to like uh, women's shelters or something oh. because they didn't want to like just talk about it all the time. I remember Anthony um, would drive me crazy because every time he would go to order uh, <laughs> at a drive through, he always knew what he wanted, but he would start the sentence as, uh, he'd be like, uh, can I get, and it's like, you already know what you want. Yeah. And then one time we had, well, a few times we had to go through customs, but I was like, I need to do the talking because oh you can't like, um, and ah at customs. You need to know like why you're there and yeah. what you're doing and where you're going. So I always had to do that because even if he knew like what he was going to say, he would, um, and ah like beforehand. That's like, funny. <laughs> I hate that I do it. I need to stop. I need to be better. 
Be better, Carling. God, be better. Okay, everybody. Follow us. Follow us. Where can they follow us? Um, Instagram. (laughs) Um, Instagram. (laughs) TikTok. Facebook. Patreon. Um, around our neighborhoods. I mean, (laughs) whatever. Whatever works. (laughs) Yeah, follow us. Digitally. Digitally. Socially. And I did not sign up for this. And if you guys can't get enough of us, um, or you want to support, God damn it. Or, um, what if they're sick of us? Like, they're like, girls, we are done. We're done. If you are not one of those people <laughs> saying we're done and you want more stories, yeah. different types of stories, if you just want to support us, then join us on Patreon because we post um, two. <gasps> we post twice a month. Twice a month. Plus a video, if you're an $8 level, you yeah. get a video of some ridiculous things that oh we do. Oh my gosh, so ridiculous. Uh, and honestly, though, I don't think we say it enough. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, we ever, Every now and then we get messages, like Michelle just got a message from a friend's brother that we went to high school yeah. with. Yeah. And just, I was like, what are you, do- like, what are you doing listening to us? I know, honestly. It honestly <laughs> means so, happy. so much. We're having so much fun. We just love doing this. So tell your friends, tell your parents. Had your husbands, had your your (laughs) wives. Tell people about us because we want to keep doing it. Well, I mean, we're going to keep doing it anyway. Whether you like it or not, we are not stopping. (laughs) Um, Can't stop, won't stop. So follow us, like us, tell your friends about us. Validate us. us. Oh, that's true. Okay, bye. Bye.